Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by Killer Grounds Coffee. And this week, we're jumping in the Warp Pipe and going back and taking a look at Bucky O'Hare. I figure Easter's coming up, and uh, he's a rabbit. Only makes sense, right? We're going to be talking about Bucky O'Hare uh, cartoon, comics, toys, the NES game, and uh, should be a good time. But before we do, here's a word from our sponsor. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Weekly War Pipe. I'm Russ Lyman. And I'm Bucky O'Hare. Welcome, Bucky. I didn't know we are going to have a special guest this week. <laughs> What's up, guys? Any addict here. <laughs> Happy Easter, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we'd talk about an awesome bunny rabbit, and uh, Bucky O'Hare came to the list. So <laughs> He's probably the coolest bunny rabbit. Yeah, I'd say so. And the greenest. That's right, the greenest, for sure. For sure. Now, what's your exposure, I say, to, to Bucky O'Hare? Did you watch? We're going to be talking about the cartoon. There's a comic. Of course, the NES game and toys. So back in the 90s, or yeah, I guess it was in the 90s. I was 10, 91. And uh, I just remember watching the cartoon. And the only thing I really remember about the cartoon was this one snippet from the theme song. And it's like, it's Bucky, it's Bucky O'Hare, there's mutants and aliens and toads beware. And that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely sounds like a 90s uh, like catchphrase. It could be almost like a, a in the commercial for the toys or something. Right. Absolutely. Nice. But yeah, I just remember, you know, um, I'd obviously stuck out that he was a green rabbit. Uh, I don't think I think I probably only watched the cartoon maybe like two, three times. I didn't really mm -hmm. get super into it. Not, not like it didn't strike me the way ninja turtles did or probably the way right. they hoped it would you know right because that was kind of the era of okay let's do anamorphic animals right doing stuff so we got turtles what else could we do all right let's get you know battle toads of course yeah from that and then cowboys got, of mumesa right so and you know throw space into it you're like all right it's a rabbit from outer space let's give them some other uh <laughs> characters to go with it yeah yeah, so, um, yeah, like, uh, I really didn't care about Bucky O'Hare until I was much older. And then uh, when I started collecting NES games, you know, there was all the lore behind how great Konami's Bucky O'Hare NES game was. So then once I got that, um, I was like, oh, all right, sweet. Now, now I need this toy. <laughs> right, to go with it. Yeah, so they just happened to have it at the game store that I shop at frequently and it was sitting up on the shelf and mm -hmm. I'd always bug the store manager there, Robin, like, can I please buy Bucky O'Hare? And like, probably like two, three weeks. He was like, all right, fine. Just take it. <laughs> it's like, I'll, I'll get another one in. <laughs> but yeah, what was your exposure to it, Russ? 
Yeah, I'd say like I don't remember the cartoon, so I can't say that I watched the cartoon itself uh, growing up. But um, I definitely had the NES game. But later, I didn't have it in in the 90s. I probably picked it up in late 2000s. Um, Again, like you were saying, um, people raved about it. I probably saw it in like a Metal Jesus Hidden Gems video or something like that. So I had gone to eBay and I I did get a, a deal on it. I do have my my copy right here, um, and it, it does have label damage on the top top label. It's kind of like there you go, a little bit uh, broken away, teared away at the uh, the label. But I did get it for a cheaper price. This game does go for I think a pretty penny. It's probably like what like a fifty dollar game or something. Oh no, that game's oh more now probably probably like one hundred and twenty. I would guess something around there. Um. <laughs> We can certainly check. So I, um, <laughs> how I became familiar with Bucky O'Hare is everybody knows that NES Complex, my friend Chris, was like, and is still like my favorite YouTube channel. And he had this amazing video called Is It Fun? Where he talked about Bucky O'Hare and uh, ultimately decided, despite its despite it requires a lot of trial and error which you'll hear in the video um it, it is a very fun game i recently beat it again i hadn't beat it in several years and i played it on tiktok live on on live stream and beat it recently but nice nice yeah so it looks like it's going loose 169 dollars for the loose cart right here so maybe mine's probably worth uh maybe a hundred yeah label damage so <laughs> I, I think i paid i think i paid 90 for this one um at second and charles uh, I saw it in there one day and I was like, oh my God, I got to get it. So I just like ran home and grabbed a bunch of stuff to trade and yeah, and bam, got it. Um, but I actually found a copy of Bucky O'Hare in the wild one time, which was really crazy. I think there's a video on my YouTube channel if I didn't privatize it. But basically I was going through Craigslist and there was this really grainy picture. Um, looked like somebody had taken it with like a mid 2000 cell phone, you know, like one of those flip phones. And there was like four or five different games, maybe six games. And mm-hmm. right in the middle, you could kind of see like half like the yellow, or the yellow. Right. And I was like, man, there is only one <laughs> game with that yellow. Yeah. Luckily, I called him first mm-hmm. and it was an NES and those six games. And the deal was like 100 or 150. And so I called and then uh, he was like, yeah, let's meet here or whatever. And then um, when I got there, he was like, man, he was like, I've had like so many calls since you called about this. <laughs> He's like, I probably could get more for it. Because I think we agreed on 100 or 120, 115. It was like basically the game paid for the whole lot. Right. Right. And um, I basically was honest. I said, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I said, this game right here in your lot. Mm-hmm. It's probably worth the entire lot that, that without that you're charging me. And he's like, well, man, since you were honest with me, I'm going to honor the price. And he's like, you know, just enjoy the game. Wow. There so, you go. Um, I, I brought it home. I don't think I kept the one that I got from him. Um, okay. I think I kept the one with the better label. Right. But, um, the upgrade. but yeah, it was crazy <laughs> just having two copies of it, you know, even for a brief amount of time. And I think I sold it and made all my money back and kept everything else for free. Right. Yeah, and the game certainly plays fun. It, it basically, um, you, you're collecting your crew. So you start off with Bucky, and then eventually you're getting the uh, the other members of the crew, and then you can switch between them, 
Right. And and kind of in the later levels, it's kind of required because they all have different special characteristics that um, kind of make the game easier. Like Dead Eye Duck can like briefly climb up walls. Um, uh, there's a, this one little short robot. I don't remember its name, but it does like a little like, blanky. That's blanky. It like does like this little sore flying thing. Um, there's a girl in uh I can't remember her name either right now, but she does like a, like a little, like a <laughs> psychic power ball. Yes. And like send certain ways. And then, um, Willie, Willie do it. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the, the boy in the, which is, has a hilarious name. Uh, I guess he has like a more powerful gun that shoots faster. Okay. But anyway, you use all those guys to get through and, and defeat, uh, the toad and complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could talk about the toys because I have um I have a site with that shows all the uh the toys on here so we could get their names essentially here. So with the good guys, yeah. So here's AFC Blinky is the, What does uh, AFC stand for? Artificial f- friend. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Companion. Oh, artificial <laughs> friend companion. So, yeah, so I oh, I like how they show the packaging too. That's cool that it comes in where it's basically super It's basically like a, you know, cartoon, I, a cartoon and comic. I don't know which came first with everything. I imagine it kind of came close to the same time frame. I really like that box art. It looks it's kind of Ninja Turtle esque. You know, it just looks fun. Right. Bright colors. His logo here is, you know, super cool with like the wings on the side of the Bucky with Bucky here and on the back, like it's basically a comic strip right here. It gives you like a little, little blip it on the toad wars. And then it shows you again, like a Ninja turtle, like you said, good comparison of the, uh, the other figures that you can get. Kind of shows you the good guys in yellow, the bad guys in green. Yeah. Oh, look, I can zoom in here. Hopefully I could read it clear enough. For let, let me zoom. And then it and has like Android first class okay. AFC. There you go. And it, that those little cards on the back were kind of like, uh, I think G.I. Joe and Ninja Turtles kind of had those, right? Yeah, those little like on the backs of all like um, packaging for toys. They had like these extra like bio cards where it talks about the figure that you're getting. Transformers, yeah, G.I. Joe. So AFC Blinky, of course, Bucky O'Hare. Deadeye Duck, so he has four arms. So that kind of makes him unique with, uh, you know, he can hold four guns. He came with a sword as well. And I think he's missing an eye or has like a cyber cyborg eye or something. Oh, yeah, maybe. Let's see. Because, uh, yeah, maybe that's why he's dead eye because of the yeah. cyborg eye. Um, was to say dead eye duck was expelled from the notorious space roving pirate clan known as the Corsair Canards of Canopus three for believing in fair play and the indistinct dignity of all sentient protoplasm. He honored his maser gunnery skills as a feisty black drake for hire mercenary. They, they, they always got to have these crazy words. though. <laughs> yeah, like they have intrinsic dignity and <laughs> black drake, which is basically another word for a duck. It's like, geez, just just to amp it up here. But again, yeah, the packaging looks looks freaking sweet. Let's croak us some toads, mates. Let's croak us some toads. I like it. 
Very cool. And so like the, so the toy line, I guess, is the space adventures of Bucky here, the Toad Wars. Yeah, I guess that's the full thing. Um, super cool. I do have um, two two action figures. I could obviously Jay has Bucky. I too got me a Bucky here, and I believe I I probably just picked him up on online somewhere. I am missing, you know, all the accessories. Same here. <laughs> so it's just the loose figure, but he does have his cape on. Maybe maybe people lost that. Um, and he, he's fairly short compared to like the other figures. I do have, um, one of the bad guys here who is, um, I think he's, I think it's Toad Borg is his Toad name. Borg. I like it. I believe well, he looks can, cool, but he's yeah, significantly taller and, and I, you know, saw him in the wild and I just knew like that's Bucky O'Hare, like the style, maybe the colors and stuff. Where'd you find it at? This was, you know, at like a game convention. I was probably oh. at one that I had gone to and just happened to see him. And I was like, oh, let me pick him up for a few bucks. So, yeah, here we go. Toad Borg. I was right. So um, I think one other cool thing about the uh, Bucky O'Hare figures are you could like probably mix and match these guys with turtle figures. Like they look like they would go up against well against like some turtle action figures. Right, right. Almost the same stature. Um they could definitely be fighting fighting Ninja Turtles yeah. for sure. Um, a couple other of the uh, we'll finish up on the good guys here. We got Bruiser. Who's like a big ape. Yeah, big ape. Uh, he's got some like armor on him. And we also got Storm. No, bad, uh, bad guys there. Com- Commander Dogstar. Why didn't he, him or Bruiser make it into the game? Oh, that's true. Yeah, we didn't see them in there. Looks like he has what? Is, oh, two guns. I guess they're just facing, facing each other. Yeah, he comes with two guns. Just don't rub me the wrong way, Toad Face. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they always got to have some some catchphrase. Yeah. Oh wait, that that, that was had cool. a price sticker on it. That's what I said. It had a little price sticker on it. Where four ninety nine? I don't know the the place there. It has like a a bear or something on it. Weird. Yeah, I can't say I remember seeing these at any um, like KB's in there's, the store or remember it at like Bradley's or anything like that. So this Willie do it. Willie D U double W I T T. Willie do it. Willie do it. Willie do it. I don't know. He's got so some it's messed up in feet and knees. Well, I'm like, it's very interesting. It, it's like he's in a spacesuit that looks like a monkey. Yeah, that's weird. If the best way I could describe it. So I don't know the backstory story of him. Maybe we can read it here and see, like, is he in a spacesuit or what's going on? Willie Do It is a 10 year old scientific genius from an alternate space time continuum known as San Francisco. No, of course he is. In the Anniverse, Willie's outward appearance is that of a partially shaven. God, I don't know if I could say this word here. Beta Guzin Berserker Baboon. So just like Bruiser. Okay. Even though he has none of their alarmingly alarmingly (laughs) antisocial habits and seems to be quite competitive in the field of warp drive repair and photon accelerator maintenance. Aiding him in his adverse adventures are his everyday earth toys and 
possessions. So you know why they say anniverse? Because it's like universe, but for animals, anniverse. What nice clip. Well, that's a clever one there. <laughs> it's a props to the people writing these here. They got to use all these, you know, you double up with the same letter word or whatever to make it sound, sound more wild. That's it. Um, but yeah, I definitely would like to pick up a couple more Bucky O'Hare toys. Um, at least maybe with some, some of the accessories. You yeah. Know, did we blaster. go over the bad guys? No, we still got to go over the bad guys. If you guys, I, I, I want, I want to know what more about captain toad or whatever his yeah. name is. So the bad guys, I'll I'll read them all out, and then we can. <clears> maybe, they have uh, four listed. Al this is going Al Negator, who is a alligator. If you didn't know, he's purple. Look at his green teeth. He looks awesome. Yeah, purple green teeth. He's got some like armor on. Stands a lot taller. All the bad guys I feel stand a lot taller than the good guys. Hand over your valuables, or I'll irritate your ganglia <laughs> weird it's his slogan there so he's pretty sweet we got toad air marshall of course yep. this, this is the toad war so you gotta have one of the toads he is short though so he's one of the short guys but is also a bad guy he's like the master right right obliterate the filthy mammals he says <laughs> and he's in like almost like a mech suit or something like that yeah he has I mean, a really weird smile too it's like kind of lopsided and then i guess they took this off of uh like star wars a storm toad trooper so it's just a toad um probably, probably they're generic like they have a bunch of these in their yeah. army build your armies out of the toad troopers Shoot the mammals and not other toads. Shoot the mammals and not other toads. Maybe he's like robotic, so it's like shoot the mammals and not other toads. Shoot oh. the mammals and not other toads. You know, I did. I dig it. What's it say here? <laughs> yeah, legions of aggressive and mindless storm toad troopers serve as the perfect grunts for the insane computer planet complex God. with a K. <laughs> uh, their sole mission is to plunder the antiverse of its raw materials in order to resupply and expand the memory banks of complex. So yeah, Jay got it on the money there. They're like, I think robots. it's funny that NES complex reviewed it. I don't right. remember if he made a joke about his name or not. In it. And then the one that I have the, uh, the toad Borg is a little bit taller one. I do like his box art looks super awesome. Like the uh, cartoon picture of him, like to the next of it looks like menacing. He looks like he has bull horns. It does. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't have horns on here. Yeah, that's weird. My sensors detect the unmistakable stench of mammals. Oh, Lord. <laughs> We're in trouble, Russ. That's it. Um, So th let's see if I could get any information on when the here's the toy line. 1991. Toy company Hasbro released the line of action figures based closely on Bucky Hero series. Most of the major characters were represented. Um, two vehicles were released. The good guy vehicle was the Toad Croaker. The bad uh, guy vehicle was Toad Double Bubble. Yeah, there they are. The Toad Croaker. That looks pretty weak. Yeah, it's like a submarine spaceship thing going on. 
but they like sit on top of it. So it's oh, like, look, oh, okay. Yeah. They sit in it and it looks, oh, so they, they're supposed to be smashing the toads, I guess. Oh man. He looks like he is getting smashed for real. That was gross. <laughs> so that's the toad croaker. Oh, yeah. it's got like a bonger on the bottom. A, a what? Yeah, exactly. I knew that word didn't make no sense. So it's like a spring. Like you like, Squish the toads. I bon, see. Like bong. This this green thing, right? Yeah. So I made up the word bonger. Sorry. <laughs> I dig it. And then we got the uh the double bubble toad trouble. I like this one a little bit better. Me too. That one looks like it looks like a toad. I like the uh, the fact they can get in the eye sockets. Right. And it's got like claw cans on each side. Yeah. I can see this one being pretty fun. I feel like a good uh gives me a good bath bathtub uh, uh yeah they, it gives me bathtub vibes too <laughs> i'm gonna take this one in the bathtub bomb <laughs> so good so yeah th those are the toys there what else does it say on the toy line um the line was terminated before the next two series of action figures could be finished um there are several photographs available online of the unreleased figures some completely painted with accessories others unpainted prototypes oh wow that's cool in 2017, Boss Fight Studios began to release new Bucky O'Hare action figures. These updated molds featured multiple points of articulation, interchangeable hands, and faces. The first two to be released were Bucky O'Hare and much anticipated first mate Jenny. Yeah, because yeah, there wasn't Jenny was the girl, yeah. There wasn't a Jenny action figure in this, at least this catalog here. There's no female representation, unfortunately. Right. But they do have now um, new new action figures. Let's see. Yeah, and these these look sweet. Oh wow, that looks really good. Yeah, with the, like again, you get a bunch of uh, hands and positions and everything. I think they were pretty pricey. Did I you see say. the Bucky's side by side, like the new one and the old one together? Oh no. Well, we're, you can we're, see how janky the old one looks. I think you, it's right there. Two pictures below that picture. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the Bucky you and I have, he's kind of like fat and stubby and like the new <laughs> one and it, with really big feet, by the way, the new one's a bit more slender and, 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 and taller. Right. I feel like he'd be able to get around a lot faster. Oh, did they come in? They, did they repackage them in this too? Oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Because that looks awesome. If they read, yeah, redid the packaging. Oh, he has like multiple faces, like face off. This is on. This is on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, you can't buy it though. It's not available. Hmm. But that's that's freaking sweet. Oh, you could get the, the is the duck in stock, thirty one ninety nine for a dead eyed duck. Yeah. So not like hot toys prices, but still pretty good, I'd say for. It depends on how big figure. how big of a Bucky O'Hare fan you are, which I would say I'm only mildly interested. Right. Like it's it's not that nostalgia like Ninja Turtles that we had right being in turtle fever. Had I watched the cartoon religiously and um we'll get to in the comics, maybe read the comics, um, I probably would have scooped up some more. Like I bought the NECA uh turtles. Yeah. But I don't know if I would spend, you know. 40 bucks essentially for some Bucky O'Hare. Yeah. I think I only paid a buck or two for this guy, you know, or I might even been given free it, it to it free. Um, but the only reason I wanted it, cause I was interested in the game, you know? 
R- right, right. You're essentially tying it to to the video game. I love the NES game. Yeah. And maybe you want it on the shelf yep. with the figure next right. to it, and it looks He's, like a good display. Exactly. That was pretty much my thought. So um, um, I did try to watch one of the cartoons today just to kind of get a feel for it because I hadn't seen it in a long time. Okay. And, um, you know, it was okay. Uh, I won't say it was great, but, um, at the you know, in, in all honesty, I went back and watched turtle episodes and they're not that great either. In, in my opinion now. So <laughs> he man turtles, I wish, some, I wish it held up better, but I'm kind of like, I get a little bored watching it. So gotcha. Bucky Owen here in the toad wars came out September 8th, 1991. And it ran 13 episodes. So it only had one season. So I was 10 and you weren't quite 10. Right. <laughs> Um, differences from the comics, it says most of the ideas from the comic book were used for the cartoon with several major differences. The parallel universe the story takes place in is named the Anniverse. Willie Do It can travel freely between Earth and the Anniverse instead of being stranded there. Bruce is transported to another dimension instead of killed. Oh, okay, <laughs> a little edgy. Yikes. Uh, the Toad Empire willingly following complex instead of brainwashed. Oh, Deadeye has a southern accent instead of a Scottish accent. Um, let's see. Jenny reveals her. What What is that? Fasonic Fasonic yeah, powers. What are Fasonic? So. Let's see. I bet is that there... P is silent. Um, it's probably just sonic powers. Yeah. Like psychic. OK. Silent. The cartoon explored more of the universe and followed a loose, unfying arc with Bucky's home planet of Warren being captured by the Toads in the season premiere and rescued in the finale. Um, and it seems like they have all the uh, all the people make it into the cartoon here. Oh, characters only in the animated series are Bruiser, Commander Dogstar, Mimi LaFleu, a fox so to speak. Let's say Fricks and Frack, the Air Marshal's two bumbling subordinates, <laughs> and Al Negator. So they were only in the animated series. So huh. they were in that, and obviously in action figure form because we got yeah. Bruiser, Commander, Dogstar, and Al, Al Negator in there. What are some episode names here? Let's look. War of the Warts. I like that was episode one. It's a two-parter, so part one and part two was a fistful of simulins. I don't know what that is. I can't see it well enough to read it. Uh, um, Let's see. The good, the bad, and the warty. (laughs) I like that one. Home Swampy Home. On the Blink. That's pretty good. The Complex Caper. I think you missed Cretan Conspiracy. Uh, yeah, Cretan Conspiracy. The Search for Bruce. That's kind of lame. They could have come up with something better for that. The Search for Bruce. Corsair Canards. Uh, the Artificers of Albernine. Say that five times fast. I know it. The Warriors. Bye Bye Berserker Baboon. And the taking of Pilot Jenny was 13. Mm. Jenny has been captured by the Toads. Toadborg is ordering a trade for a recently relinquished climate converter, unaware of Bucky's true objective. Hmm. Sounds intriguing. 
And before we get on to more awesome Bucky O'Hare facts, let's hear from another podcast on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Greetings and shabibans. We are the Retro Reductibus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Well, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Reductibus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. It's there. And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Redoctopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. Um, we do have the Bucky O'Hare cartoon intro, which we could watch. As a Dude, yeah. I don't know how Just... loud this is going to be, but brace yourself, I guess. Hopefully the audio comes through. <laughs> slap that was good you like that <laughs> that i want to hear a pop punk cover of that dude do it you're the man <laughs> mutants and aliens and toads beware that was definitely a good one and it, it sums up you know everything that's in the show they're naming all the characters right and they're in a toad war yeah um, and what's going down um the animation looked like for the time you know same same thing parallels with ninja turtles and yeah battle toads and all that um, that would get me excited as a kid if I saw that. Yeah, it's it's so funny that that one line is the only part that I remember, though. Mutants and aliens and toads beware. Right, right. Now, I wonder if it was a, it, you know, most likely like a scheduling thing. Like, I don't know when it came on. So maybe it came on later in the day or I remember earlier. Saturday mornings. Right. That's that's what I remember. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it came on in the afternoons. I'm pretty sure it was a Saturday morning cartoon. And like I said, I only saw it a couple times. Right. So, so I guess it didn't get good ratings or they would have continued it. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know if it says anything here with the. Uh... With the, it said legacy. Did you see right there? It says legacy. Yeah. I wonder if that talks about what happened. 
During the 1990s, VHS tapes were released by Family Home Entertainment. Due to Sunbow Productions' lack of U.S. home distributor currently, um, the cartoon had been stalled in releasing a Region 1 DVD. A company called Exposure Entertainment was supposed to have released the 13 episodes on DVD in North America in Region 1 NTSC format for the first time, but the overall release was either very rare and limited or no set had appeared at all. The same oh, so company had like later. Yeah, this is like, I guess they were trying to bring it to DVD and some people didn't get it. Um, that says toy line video games. It mentions the video game. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll, a brief thing about the video. And then we could talk about the comics a little briefly. Um, Bucky O'Hare was released in Nintendo Entertainment System in 1992 which required Bucky to rescue each of his crew members, except Bruiser, who was not featured in the game. On a series of planets, each character was rescued. The player gained the ability to switch between them and Bucky on the fly to deal with different problems. Immediately after regaining his entire crew, they were once again captured and imprisoned on the Toad Mothership. Bucky and Blinky, sharing the same cell, break out and must rescue the remaining members. Um, an arcade game by Konami was also released, which allowed up to four players to control Bucky, Jenny, Deadeye, or Blinky. It's players a beat them up. Yeah, running gun game similar to the Konami arcade game Sunset Riders, Mystic Warriors, and um, Wild West Cowboys of Mumesa. The plot of the arcade game allowed players to achieve a final victory over the Toads by releasing an energy called the Interplanetary Life Force contained within Complex. The game also featured the original voice cast. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, Neat little tidbit there. Does it does it show it here or any any gameplay? Bucky here two hundred Hasbro. No, I mean I guess we can look it up. Arcade game. Bucky here. Yeah, I, w- I wonder why. Um, I wonder why it came off the air. I guess it had to be ratings, right? Possibly. Here, we'll put this down here. Nintendo completes. So here's a quick look at the uh, the arcade game. So some platforming going on. It looks. It reminds me of like a Ninja Turtles game. It looks like Turtles in Time or like uh, something like that, kind of right? Yeah. Yes. Very similar to that. This person's playing through with Dead Deadshot. Dead Eye Duck. Dead Eye Duck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see this being a fun, like, like I said, that, that looks straight out of Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles, uh, Simpsons. Yep. Yes. I would say those are both good comparisons. Super fun. Looks, I mean, I, and I Konami made it. That. So, you know, I mean, like they never do anything crazy. I'll have to see if I have that on my arcade one up. Um, I got a raspberry Pi in there with those. Dude. Of- yeah. Hey, I need to talk to you about that. I need to do that in a month. So, <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, let's talk about, I guess, the, the comic book itself. They did a comic. Um, let's see what it says about the uh, the comic here. Do, do, do. This is all not the comic. Where are we? Gameplay. Yeah, I never read the comic. Did it come first? That's what I'm curious on. I bet. I bet it came first, and then I bet somebody saw it and thought, Hey, this is a lot like Ninja Turtles. Uh, you know, maybe we can make some money off this. Right. That's just me guessing, but 
Um, let's see. The U.S. comic only ran this one pilot. However, to co coincide with the TV series in the early 90s, a U.K. comic reprinted the issues, then produced a further 15 issues written by Peter Stone. Um, so let's see. First appearance was Echo of Future Past, number one. So maybe he was in and a it different said May comic. 1984. Right. So it says right here, Bucky O'Hare's fictional character. Um, he was created by comic book writer Larry Hema and comic book artist Michael Golden between 1977 and 1978. Weird. And he made his publishing debut in Echoes of Future Past in May 1984. So comic came first. Yeah. Um, Storyline of Buckley Hair follows a parallel universe where a galactic war is going on between the United Animals Federation and the sinister Toad Empire. Um, see, the comic was published by Continuity Comics between 84 and 85. The series ran uh, one through six issues. And then all six parks were collected into oversized graphic novel in 86. The comic spawned the animated television adaption. So here's our timeline. So now you got the animated one in 1991 to coincide with its release. The original comic was republished in a standalone series an expanded form that modified and added to the original artwork, inserting many new panels and scenes into the story. So they, so this way, if the kids saw the, the cartoon and wanted to pick up the comic, maybe they would see similar. Right. It matched it better. Right. So good. It looks on like it ran's fall of 91 to into winter 92, September 91 to January 92 for the cartoon. Gotcha. Not too long. Yeah. Again, I don't know why, you know, they're, they're, Oh, you know what? <laughs> I was reading all that. You guys couldn't see see what I was talking about. That's all right. If you're listening, then you didn't see it at all. Uh, <laughs> um, like you said, the you know the looks like the same. You know, Ninja Turtles, uh, uh, Battle Toads. Uh, what else? You know, all, all those similar art styles and everything. Yeah. Oh, look at him there. He's he's a lot thinner. Yeah, his neck's like. Skinny. Neck is like he has a like skinny neck, a little, <laughs> little weird there. Snap his neck like a pencil. But so, so the comic came out first, and then we got the cartoon, which then spawned the toys in the video game, and then the video game. Which, if you have an NES and you have the means to get this or emulate it, even, uh, I would say play it. It's really good. Um, it does require a lot of trial and error. Um, mm -hmm. if you want to get a good feel for it before you spend the money, or I guess before you emulate or whatever you decide to do it, uh, seriously, go to NES Complex's page on YouTube and watch his um video. Is it fun, Bucky O'Hare? It's really, it's really good. You'll get a, definitely get a good feel for the game. Right, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed playing it. I don't know if I ever beat it, but it's super fun. Like you said, Konami usually on NES didn't fail. Well, I'll say the best part about it is it has a password system, so you can make your way through it slower. Oh, perfect. So you don't yeah, have to beat it all in one setting. One shot, yeah. So that's so cool. maybe you guys could play it for Easter if you're you're off from work and you're relaxing. Yep. <laughs> Find it. I always wanted to do I did do a live stream, I think, one Easter, but um I couldn't find green ears to wear, so they were just white. 
could have died him. Could have could have DIY'd him, Russ. I think it was a last minute decision. So oh, fair enough. <laughs> spray paint. Maybe I maybe I could spray paint some ears for the uh, thumbnail for this there episode. You go. That's what you need. <laughs> Get on it. Sweet. Hey guys, if uh you want to give us a call, we got a phone number, 949-682-9277. You can leave us a voicemail, text message about maybe future episodes you want to hear. Um or just tell us how we're doing. That'll be fun. And you can check us out also on the weekly warppipe.com. All our episodes, merchandise. You can pick up a uh, weekly warp pipe mug. We got magnets and all the fun stuff there. Every Saturday at 7 a.m. And we got our shorter podcast every Wednesday at 7 a.m. The um, warp pipe Wednesday. It's like 15, 20 minute episodes. If you can't get enough of us. That's right. Give you give you that midweek fix. <laughs> As always, um, I'm Russ Lyman, and keep your world fun bit by bit. Take care, guys.